Hey fam, welcome to Just Cause. I'm your older cousin, Julie. And I am your younger cousin, Bryn. I am your younger cousin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are your cousins now. <laughs> am I saying it to you or to them? Because um, I am, in fact, your younger cousin. That's true. I think it's to them. We're, I think we're everybody's cousins. Okay. I, I got that. They're the fam, we're the cousins. Okay, I like that. All right. I'm letting you know. All right. So today, I think we're going to start off by talking about bad family fashions. Oh, everyone has them. Noah's no one is yeah. exempt. No, no one's safe, including ourselves. Oh, my God. Yes. Mainly ourselves. And that's what we're going to mainly talk about. But, you know, we couldn't we couldn't talk about this topic without including the family, all the members, <laughs> because like we said, no one's safe. There have been some some real violations. You, you know, we've all been around since uh, our oldest cousin was born in 1990. So yeah, the years. The cousins have been around for 30 years. 30 years of questionable choices. Mm-hmm. Heck, my choice right now is not quite the pinnacle of fashion, but oh, yeah. you know what? I'm living in luxury. I'm living in comfort. Yeah, she's wearing a Michigan um, crew neck sweatshirt, Michigan University. Okay, some. Keep what? in mind, I did not go to that school. So no, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, I have plenty of sweatshirts <laughs> of places I didn't go. Is that a fashion like don't? No, I think it's fine. I think everyone has that, but okay. I, I'm some in, some I'm in pajamas. Some girl. like star pajama pants that look actually cute, and some fuzzy socks. I think you're doing it right right now. Uh, yeah, I'm comfortable. That's all that matters. It's a Friday night, and I'm in a very similar outfit. Let's just say that. <laughs> yes. Okay. We're just living. Yeah. So who should we start with? Oh, wait. Should we make a disclaimer? Because we right now, like, the majority of our our listener audience is our family members. So they will be listening to this. And we just want to say before we get into it that we're not making fun of anybody. This is all in good good jest. We're laughing with you, not at you. We love you all. We love you. This is with... But also, this is uh, comedy. Yeah, this is showbiz, This is showbiz. (laughs) (laughs) You're just getting to roll with it. But I promise, I promise, I promise it's not mean. Yeah, we're not trying to be mean at all. I will be mean to myself, though, because there there were some things that, choices I made that... I, yeah, we have license to be mean to ourselves, so it's our decision. All right, so do you have one that you want to start with? Oh, God, do I have one? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, in sixth grade, this was this was my biggest, um, my biggest time for fashion. You had, you had some real moments. So first of all, in sixth grade. Yeah, so I was like punk slash emo, but also Claire's was the business. Like, I had these uh, soccer straps from Claire's where you can like roll up your t-shirt sleeves and like velcro them so like it makes it into a tank top oh my god they had soccer balls on them yeah they had soccer balls on them I had those yeah I think I had a pack of them but I only wore the soccer ones because the other ones were quote-unquote too girly (laughs) and I'm like I don't know what I'm trying to prove to anybody but I know did icing exist yet? Yeah, they were like sister stores. Oh, okay. Claire's and I didn't icing. I don't know if one came later. I was only I only shopped at Claire's the whole time. I never shopped at icing. Anyway. Oh, well, let me just go off on a like a quick Claire's tangent and say that I got my ears pierced three times at Claire's. Each time they closed up, so I think that. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, each time. If I ever do it again, which I'm not, I'm going to a piercing parlor. Yeah, don't go to Claire's. Uh, this is a, Claire's. Don't sponsor. Oh, wait, us. but how old were you when you got your ears pierced the first time? Ten. Oh, 
13 and like 17. Okay. I got my ears pierced when I was two. And that was the only time. Yeah. So, but I never wear earrings, so. But I have a nose piercing now. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I'm describing my we whole. We love it. We uh, love her nose piercing. I, I'm describing my whole, like, about, like <laughs> appearance. This is we're going off tangent. Okay, back to your sixth okay. grade fashion phase. Sixth grade. Okay, so, yeah. I So, I I wore the um soccer things that made my shirt into a tank top. But, so, then I would have my whole arms on display, which is fine. I was a kid, and arms are not controversial. <laughs> but what I would do with all the extra real estate Yes. I would wear yes, I would wear bracelets all the way up my arms, past my a little bit to a little bit past my elbows. Mm. Yeah. It was those jelly bracelets. It was like studded like punk rock, like hot topic bracelets. Mm-hmm. It sometimes it was like a sweatband. Well, it was it was all of those together, but like those are some examples. Was this prior to your like more mask looking face? No, this was after. Oh, okay. I was like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple. Well, I mean, there was a one. Uh, I'll go back to that. But yeah. and then I, this was like when I, I first started like owning my femininity a little bit more in in an odd, you know, sixth grade way, twelve year old way. And so I would wear like really dark eyeliner. And so my typical outfit was like a good Charlotte t-shirt with the sleeves, with yes. with the bracelets all the way up past my elbows, with just too many <laughs> with ripped skinny jeans. Actually, I had this pair of jeans that had like doodles on them, like not I didn't create them, but they it were. It was part. It was the fashion of it. They were made like that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I had always. Okay, my sneaker game been on point though. Yeah, you always had them sneaks on point. Because when I was in middle school, growing up, first it was Vans, then it was Etnies, then it was DC. But I wore them like all right before they started popping off. What were Etnies? Skate shoes. Oh, okay, similar to Vans. Yeah, chunkier. Like they oh, okay. they got progressively. DCs are ugly though. DCs got chunky. Like they were the chunky ones. Yeah. They were in too. Yeah, you really, you really knew your sneakers. I don't know how. I, I just fancy footwear. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I could tell a tra- a tragic story about one of my outfits. I will oh. say, like, and we were talking about this before, that when I was really little, like, my mom really did us good with fashion. Like, the pictures that we have of my brother and I when we were little, like, we look really cute. In, in the 90s with that fashion game. With the Oshkosh Bagash. With the Oshkosh. Yeah. So thanks, Mom, for that. Um, But I have some... Oh, there's just this one moment, and I know I've told you about this one. This had to have been elementary school, like fifth or sixth grade. And for some reason, I, I decided to wear this following outfit. Brown gaucho pants, <laughs> but not the... But Okay, but that pants, they were more like capri ones. Yeah. And they were the, the the ones that weren't like for dancing. They were the ones that were like sweatpants material. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then underneath these pants, <laughs> I wore white sheer tights. <laughs> My shirt was a sheer, and I pray to God that I wore a tank top under this that I can't 
remember. I definitely did. Yeah, I think okay. so. It was it was a white Hollister t-shirt that I definitely got from Goodwill, not from Hollister. And it had holes in the <laughs> From the previous owner. So vile. Okay. And it had like a... <laughs> Word file. It's so mortifying. on this Hollister t-shirt was a orange and yellow sunset (laughs) (laughs) with the Hollister name on it okay so I paired this t-shirt it was winter mind you oh god or no it was like winter turning into spring so that's why I wore the tights under the pants (laughs) do you remember the footwear I need to compose myself. Okay, so it was this shirt. It was these brown, but not like dark brown, like poo brown sweatpants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, these poo brown sweatpants. You can't stop saying poo brown like that. This episode's gonna just be like a lot of laughter, yeah. but we're having fun. Yeah, it's just funny to remember like my choices. Um, Ooh, my glasses are steaming up. Um, white tights that were like sheer, they were really ugly and like probably ripped all over. And then like Keds, but not real Keds, like ones from Walmart. Yeah, Walmart Keds. That had no soles, but were white. I mean, it matched yeah. the shirt. We'll but, like, I mean, this memory, I still just cringe, like, of the memory of thinking that that was, like, cute and, like, going to school in it. My thing with Hollister and Abercrombie and the like. That is, was in that was, at that time. That was it. And I don't know why, because literally all it, the clothes looked the same to me. Yeah. Maybe I'm just bitter because I never fit into those clothes. <laughs> but I don't think I was missing that much. And they were way too expensive. Yeah, for a word on it where I could get the a word on it at Old Navy. For, yeah, for... I remember one time in Rebellion, I think, Ian made a top. It was a plain white t-shirt, and he wrote in Sharpie Hollister on it and went to school. And I think it might have been a protest. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't remember, but I do have a, a, a story about him. Okay. His clothing. Yeah. But I also have more about me. Okay, Uh, yeah. Okay, so more about my clothing. So another outfit that I remember is for some reason, okay, so our elementary school had a TV program in the mornings. Yes. For some reason. I lived for that. For some reason, I was singing on this program. I do not remember. Yeah, I don't know why or how. A star in the making. A star was born. But this star was wearing the the aforementioned uh, jeans that I was telling you about earlier with the doodles, a mini skirt over the jeans. Oh. And that is the tragic part. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a just, like, a pink, like, regular, you know, like, baby doll tee, whatever. But I think the worst part of it... The it, jeans under the skirts and the dresses was a thing. Because I did that, too. Yeah, but it was... Okay, it was jeans the mini skirt was denim too though and it was a different shade of denim it was like dark on light or light on dark or something no no yeah so that and on tiger tv broadcast to the whole school and it was a full body shot like they didn't even just like do my top half which i think looked fine i probably didn't like but but i don't remember it 
fine. Well, it doesn't stand out to me as much as the the skirt on top of the jeans. Oh my god. The memories of Tiger TV. What a blast. I, I used to anchor that show every morning. I did everything. Close to every morning. But yeah, so that, I mean, Tiger TV might be another. Oh yeah, we'll have to get into that because that was, what what a. It was Liddy. It was really. <laughs> it was, it was Liddy. Um, yeah. So what's your one about Ian? Oh, okay. So and he won't mind me saying his name because I'm, uh, I'm. We advertise this podcast on this. Yeah, he he's uh, an exception to the no first names rule. Yeah. Um, but so he used to go to this like Christian overnight camp when he yeah. was. Uh, I must have the name of it, but I'm not going to. When he was younger, um, probably like fifth, fourth, or fifth grade. He went. He I think he went like two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So he he came back with this shirt it was yellow oh. and it, it was a it was a play on abercrombie and fitch a wordplay it says a breadcrumb and fish oh my god i remember this shirt he had some like really like clever religious t-shirts he had another one that was myspace related and it was like god is saving my <laughs> my space in heaven. heaven yeah he had a couple he had a couple of those shirts oh it, it's it's hilarious it's so funny thinking about who he is now versus versus those shirts oh geez yeah and he used to wear like he used to wear these like bracelets but he would wear the same bracelet on each wrist and they were like the clasp ones with the t- double um yeah he made them at the at the camp oh is that where he made them he had to have worked i don't like, know if he got them at like hot topic or something but he no. used to wear them every day and like he made them what camp. a moment what a fashion moment but those shirts are my standout yeah those are he that, had a facebook one too that was like blue but i can't remember what it no, said i thought the myspace one was blue but it could he could have been was both. it yeah. I, don't know, I, I remember i remember a few so i'll have to ask him about that actually because those are hilarious i do not have i don't think i had religious apparel yeah no i didn't either um, should we talk about uh, yes our yeah what uh, yes <laughs> okay we can circle back around to ourselves because oh my life is just full of bad choices oh my gosh yeah so many but, but um my mom years ago she went to disney world i think with my dad and they went to epcot and she got this sweatshirt from like the germany section i think of epcot was it china it was it china i think it was I- i'll have to find it she still has it but it's a it's a mickey mouse disney themed foreign from a foreign country um sweatshirt um from epcot and she would wear it all the time <laughs> she wore it like every day we'd be like what she's wearing it again and it was like vintage it was from like the I think it's a Beijing on it, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? I know my dad has has and wore a lot his Beijing um, Hard Rock Cafe sweatshirt. He had a black one and a gray one, and he would wear them. Oh yeah, got to alternate all the time. I'm, I think those were Beijing. I I have to figure out which which country this was, but it's from like the 80s, and like she would wear it like every day in the t- 2000s, like yeah, recently, like into the early 10s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like a like a tragic moment. It's like it those those. She would pair it with not leggings, but like black pants and like boots. Which yeah, which it now matched. thinking back, I remember like being like, "Why are you wearing this again?" But like, <laughs> but like now that's but like, but like now that's what I do. Yeah. So and it's not that's not even like that of of a bad one. 
No, it's just honest. it's just one that sticks out in her yeah. mind. I feel like that sweater had like a stained glass pattern on it, or I'm tripping. I think it was like you know, like when a sweatshirt gets old and you wash it, and like the the like decal like cracks. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was happening on that sweatshirt. <laughs> okay, then maybe that's what I was thinking. It wasn't of. that artsy, I promise you. Um, do you have one? Yes. Um, all right. I'll start with my mom. Love you, mom. Um, <laughs> we, and I feel bad now because she claims that we actually bullied her out of wearing these shirts, but. Oh my God. Yeah. But they were so, that's like my childhood is some of these fashion choices. But she did wear 4th of July shirts year, year, round. year round, December, 4th of July, April, yeah. 4th of July. It didn't matter. It did not matter. Don't matter the month. She, I don't know where she got a lot, she got a lot of them at Old Navy, she got a lot of them at, like, Target, probably. Yeah, but Um, honestly, like, that's, looking back, like, it's a comfy t-shirt. Right, it's It doesn't matter what's on it, like, we were, we were bullies. We were sort of bullies. I mean, I think if it says 4th of July, which I think, like, one or one or so did, then that is a little bit. Yeah, but if you have multiple 4th of July shirts, like, that's one day a year. You know what I mean? Like, you can't wear them all on that day. You could. (laughs) But you could just create another bad fashion moment. The one one Fourth of July shirt I remember the most is the tie-dye red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah, I that, remember that one. That was, I honestly, I think I wore that for pajamas a couple times because it is very comfortable. Yeah, because they were just, like, washed so much, and they were, like, very soft oh, and stuff. We love washed shirts <laughs> that much. Um, Another thing with your mom that I think of that I, when I think about our childhood, is those, like, slides she wore, sandals. Do you remember these? They were, like, green and navy blue, and I, they were, like, slide sandals, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. But just the one... Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, thinking back, like, those are in now. Like, I wear ones like that from Adidas. Ahead of her time. Well, those were in. We and we used the... to tell her all the time that they were ugly. Okay, they were in in the 90s, then they were out. Yeah, now... they were out when she wore them. And now they're back in. So, yeah. mom, you... We're so sorry. Retroactively were in. Yeah. They look comfy. Yeah, they were comfy. They were cute. I don't know what our problem was. <laughs> But those are the two main things with your mom, are the 4th of July shirts and the slides, from what I can remember. Well, I know Crocs are in, from what I understand, that the youth are saying, my but sister wears one. my mom's, my mom has a, like, a tan pair, like, not a dark tan, but like a... Like a poo tan. No, like a skin color. Oh, yeah, see, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> I only like black Crocs, and I will still not wear them. But my sister has black ones, and they're like fine. They're like with, they're like in with the kids. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. I never. And they like wear them to school and stuff. And the black ones are subtle enough that I can like get with it. But you know. Yeah, I. Skin color ones. What? Is where I, <laughs> I don't understand why that was a color choice, but they're comfy to her. I. They are very comfortable. I, shoes. I did put them on once to get the mail. And... They weigh nothing. But they, the little, they're not needles, but they feel like needles oh, yeah, on you're my sensitive. feet. You're sensitive to the feet needles. Yeah, that's also why I don't like sand, quoting, yeah. quoting Anakin Skywalker, but it's <laughs> it's true, I hate sand. Um, yeah, no, I have another, well, my dad, my from what my mom tells me, he hasn't had that many, like, fashion don'ts, I feel like, 
can you think of any? Well, I, I just think he's just, like... He's just kind of, like, had the same style forever. Yeah, yeah, and it's similar with it's my dad. It's just, like, jeans and, like, a sweater or a sweatshirt. Yeah. Or a t-shirt or polo. You know, it's not it's not too crazy with him. But my mom told me, like, and I think we still have it. He had this belt. I've heard some wild stories about my dad's fashion from, like, when my mom met him. Sorry, Dad. I'm, you know, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just speaking the truth. <laughs> He had this, like, belt buckle that was, like, a, from what I can remember, this might be incorrect, but a Porsche belt buckle with the logo of a Porsche and I think, like, the silhouette of a car outline belt buckle. And he would wear it, like, all the time. And he did have a Porsche, so that makes sense back in the day. But, like, ew. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why that, like, gives me, like, such Texas vibes. It's very southern. Yeah. Yeah. What else, man? Are there any other funny ones you oh, think of? Oh, my dad, yeah. Oh. So my dad's similar to Bryn's dad in a way that, like, their style just doesn't change, and yeah. it's very, like, plain. They don't take too many risks, so I, it's not like they can go wrong very often. I will say, my dad, where he went wrong was a, oh, there's two, was a coat that he had. Oh, I know this coat. And this coat was the oddest color scheme. It was like yeah. a what would you call it? That not teal quite. No, it was like a how would you describe it? It, it was like a light teal. We'll go there. It was like vibrant. Yeah, but it yeah, it was like a it was bright. It was like green bordering on yeah. light blue. Okay. So, and then the collar, which was, like, it wasn't, like, inside, like, there was, like, a collar to it, and it was red. So, it sort of looked Christmassy, but not quite. He was wearing this in, I'd say, the 2000s. Yeah. And this looked like it was from 1984. Yeah, it was definitely from the 80s, not, not, um... Well, and I'm sure that it was bought in the 80s. Sorry, Dad. I had to go there. Yeah, he just never retired it. He just wore it. He might still wear it. No, he. I, I think it, like, ripped or something. Oh, okay. See, that's another thing about my dad, and, like, he won't refute this. So, Dad, when you listen to this, I know you <laughs> won't refute this. Is he he wears clothes until they just, like, yeah. fade, like, fade or rip. If, like, and that's, he never gets rid of I feel of like them. that's every dad. Like, if your dad's yes. not like that, is he really a dad? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, I'll, yeah. Like, Mo- with everything. Socks. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, that was... And then, oh, this is another one of my dads. So, he... Oh, and he just told me the story about this t-shirt, and I forgot the story behind it. Oh, no, I remember so it was the Olympics one year, um, and it was like ninety six, maybe it was a basketball. It was like this one basketball team, and I don't want to get the country name wrong, so I'm not gonna say it. But they had these jerseys that were like green and uh, red, and I think yellow or white tie dye. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, to my mom, he's like. Hey, I want one of those shirts for uh, my birthday or for Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. But my mom looked high and low for this like shirt. And was it like a jersey? Like no. of that so country? It a, so it was a t-shirt. So this t-shirt was those colors. So red, green, yellow, white tie-dye. But that's not all. There is a skeleton. Oh. Slam dunking. Oh. A basketball. And it says, like, whatever, like, team, Olympics, whatever year. I don't know. But 
like it's so like that's like very specific it's so ugly that it's like I would wear it ironically yeah, yeah so yeah. I I sort of want to find yeah you'd like find it in a goodwill now and be like that's kind of dope yeah like yeah, I, yeah. I sort of want to find it and be like this is wild that's like funny that you say that because there are like there are some clothes I've found of like olympics of the past like because there was a there was an olympics in atlanta the year I was born Mm-hmm. And I feel like it'd be cool to have, like, a sweatshirt or something, like, the 96 Olympics. Because it's, like, vintage and, like, looks cool. You yeah. You know, like, the logo and stuff. I don't know. I think Olympic, like, gear is cool. I agree. And I am trying to look for... I'm not going to look for this right now, because I will fall down a hole. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds very interesting. He, he, he's an Skeleton Alyssa. playing basketball. He was the skeleton dunking. Like, he was, I like... I love that. He, it wasn't... Did your mom find it? Yeah, she found it. So he he had it. Oh. And I would always just, like, pull it out of the closet and just laugh at it. <laughs> but I, he doesn't have it anymore. No. That's why I'm trying to find it, like, on eBay or something. He'll, he's going to listen to this and be like, I just told you the name of this. Oh, yeah, and you forgot already. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Well, you, can, you can ask him again. I will. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do, like, a part two to this because I know that there's more. Yeah. Tragedies. And I just can't. It's going through pictures. It's it's that sort of thing. I I, I will say that in regards to myself, because I know I only told one about myself, I normally play it very safe with my fashion. The few times that I've taken risks, like including the story I told already, is when I flop. But that hasn't been many times, you know, because I'm I'm too scared of that. I see. I was. I I'm very much just sort of march to the beat of my own drum always have always you did take a lot more fashion risks in your adolescence i will say that even like your hair styles and stuff i've had every style and almost every color under the sun except for like uh one time i sprayed my hair blue for like a day Mm -hmm. you had streaks in your like bangs at one point yeah, it, my hair wasn't tragic because my mom uh, was, a hair was a hair well was yeah, was it, it was a hairdresser can do my hair so my hair always looked once fine. you're one year always fine. yeah <laughs> well, I think it's true I think there it's just like skills, yeah she you know, cut she cut my hair until I was like fifteen yeah sixteen like an adult she did all her hair yeah oh in elementary school yeah Bryn sort of alluded to my mask period um. I I had short hair. It was a bowl cut. I wanted I want to say it was a Bieber cut, but it really was not. Um, because no. it was like long. It was like longer than Bieber ever had his hair. It, no, it was not longer. From from the pic from the my recollection of the pictures, it was like it was like a long Bieber haircut. Yeah, so it was like a it was like a bowl cut, and I would always wear like really baggy like khakis with a lot of pockets mm-hmm. skater shirts like spitfire uh volcom volcom yeah that was the next one i was thinking of. <laughs> um all that um yeah. and i had a lot of substitute teachers call me young man oh but i was too scared to correct them so well, my name was julie yeah well i can't explain stupidity dumb but growing up i always got brian but that's just because they can't read yeah well once again some people should not be substitutes yeah, my classmates would always correct uh, whoever called me a boy, because unless, you know, classmates were making fun of me. Right. But they would be like, she's a girl. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Gender is a construct, folks. I'm not trying to 
I personally identify as a cis woman. I just, um, you can. You just you, had a mask face growing up. You, That's fine. You can dress however you want with whatever gender you are, and. It doesn't matter what people think. Exactly. That's the true lesson of it all. I'm living proof. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't tragic. I was actually very dressed, a well-dressed mask You, you were child. living right at the time. That's the thing is, like, it's only upon reflection that we're, like, oof, like, cringing at it. But when we were doing it, we were just, you know. Well, and also, like, we're, on the flip side of that, we're going back to our parents and being like, oh, okay, like, I understand why they were wearing it, because it's right. comfortable. Yeah. We're not old by any means, but, like, as I get older, like, I value comfort so much. Like, as soon as I get home yeah, from work, I am in my sweatpants. Yeah. I am ready to... Same not wear jeans we're both all about comfort and I think we're similar now in the fact of like we don't you know care about what people think as much and that just comes with age yeah I mean I'm I'm trying to like start dressing a little nicer at work but you know yeah new, well, new year's resolution new year new you yes sorta well we'll probably come back to fashion at some point down the line and like tell more yeah you know? I'm assuming oh do you want to hear about this weird dream I have <gasps> yes Okay, so I have been having really messed up dreams lately. I haven't been sleeping very well, so if I sound sort of incoherent on the pod, uh, that's why. But last night's dream, I was at a Bernie Sanders rally, which... Bernie 2020. Which Bernie 2020. So that seeped into my subconscious, so thank, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and Fred Armisen from Saturday Night Live was there. Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> no comments. And he was like, "I almost said something I would regret." I think. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and he's like, "Let's mosh for Bernie," <laughs> and like people started moshing. A nightmare. Yeah, people started moshing, and then like I got like jostled into like some like semi-famous like a female director, and then I got trampled. Oh my god! Did you get injured? In the dream, and then woke up with, like, a pain in your arm or something? No, but I was just very stressed when I woke oh up, because I was trampled at a Bernie Sanders That's rally. That's so crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know why we were moshing for Bernie. I mean, why not? Well, my moshing days are over. I would gladly mosh for Bernie if I was still. You know, I hate moshing. I hate the idea of moshing. I'm sorry if, I'm sorry if anyone, like lives for moshing I don't mean to offend you but I do not like it I'm such an anxious person like at any concert where it existed I mean I like I have to leave like I hate that like communal like chaos oh I hate it too but I've I've like powered through it because I've wanted to like be closer to the band yeah yeah yeah. um and there I there was only one experience where I sort of liked it and then yeah those type of concerts some of those people get wild yes and i can't handle it yeah they're they're really rude i think there should be a rule at concerts where it's like short people to the front (laughs) of the pit because when you're in the pit and you're short and you're standing behind a six foot eleven man trash which always happens it's like be a be a respectful let me go in front of you i can't yeah it's all and it's always the tall people that go to the front like they just like it's like, can you not see place. well enough already? Yeah, you can see over everyone. You can see over a skyscraper. <laughs> Frank. Or I don't know if it's Frank. <laughs> Joe. Why did I say Joe? 
<laughs> I meant to just say like a normal man's name in reference to this person we're talking about. Yeah, this amalgamation of yeah. tall and title. Phil, go in the back, you know? Um, no, but um, the recent thing with Bernie with the Hillary Clinton saying that um, no one likes him, which also like, I'm sorry, but like, who asked your opinion? You I know. mean, somebody asked and she answered, but, like, still, like, I don't need to hear it. I know, like, I don't need to hear it. And then she was like, no one likes Bernie. And then he he responded, I think, on, like, Instagram or Twitter or something. He said, my wife likes me. That's and such thought, a sweet answer. It's such a sweet answer and, like, legend. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, it's it's a, it's a real but classy answer. Yeah, it's and like, that's what so we, many people like Bernie. And that's what we respect. Yeah. I did see a weird hashtag today on Twitter. Oh. I think it was, like, hotties for Bernie or hot girls for Bernie. Oh, my gosh. that re- You know what that reminds me of? I got a crush, crush on Obama, Obama 2008. <laughs> You're the best candidate. <laughs> That's what I thought, too, and I thought that that did wonders for Obama's campaign. I really do think it did. So, hotties for Bernie, keep it going. Yeah, let's keep it going. Honestly. I'm not posting because that would, I just don't want to, you know. <laughs> But you are in that camp, if you know what I mean. I know, I'll keep the hottie portion to myself. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's a that's a nightmare. Your dream is a nightmare. Yeah. Well, Any dream with Fred Armisen. <laughs> it's <laughs> a nightmare. Well, um, yeah, yeah. I just just being trampled, being chased, not fun yeah. in the dream that's escape. Well, I'm glad you survived it. Didn't I'm not you, here to tell the tale. What? Didn't you have a movie thing to tell me about? Oh, yeah. Okay, so last podcast we talked about, or depending on if this one's first or second, I guess we'll see. But we talked about um, Oscar nominations last time we convened. And um, I wanted to tell you about this week I watched a one of those actors' roundtables. Oh, I love those. It was uh, with The Hollywood Reporter, and there was... One with Shia LaBeouf, um, Tom Hanks, Robert De Niro, Adam Sandler, and Jamie Foxx, and Adam Driver. And um, it was really good. I recommend watching it if you, like, care at all about any of those movies or actors or anything. But in this interview, they Shia LaBeouf is, like, I, like, rediscovered my love for him. Right. He is so eloquent. And it, and I learned about this movie, Honey Boy. Yes, okay. Which I, I had no idea about. I just watched Honey Boy um, very, very recently. I went to watch it on Amazon Prime, and it is not available again until February. I don't know why. Maybe for the Oscars? But it's not nominated. No, I they released it on accident. Oh, and yeah, because it was in theaters. Well, they, Limited and, theaters. And then they released it on Amazon on accident, like, last weekend. So I watched it. Because one of my Twitter followers, or one of my uh, Twitter mutuals, was tweeting that it was released. I'm like, oh, I'm hopping on this film, because I've heard it was... I wish I could have seen it, but it's not available again, I think, until February, unless something like that happens again, but I doubt it. Anyway, so if anybody doesn't know about the plot of this movie, it's about what she talks about in this interview, his relationship with his father, like, growing up as a child actor. And I know him from, I mean, I used to, like, obsessively watch Even Stevens as a kid and, like, knew him as a good good child actor. Like, he was, Holes was, he was a good actor as a yes. little kid. And then he went on to, like, do the Transformer movies and everything. And then recently, within the past, I would say, I don't know, 
like six or seven years I've only been hearing about him in media like like misbehaving or like getting arrested or like you know those types of things but I found out that in like 2017 he got arrested in Georgia like filming a movie and they said like either you can go to jail you know for the on this charge or we can send you to this court ordered rehab he goes to this rehab and there he gets diagnosed with PTSD and the therapist that he's working with is like we need to try exposure therapy for you to like get over this trauma that you experienced with your dad and through that he like wrote this movie this screenplay for this movie and the way that he was talking about in this interview I was like he is so cool and eloquent Mm -hmm. and like you can tell he's just really like matured a lot recently and healed and like he's really at peace and stuff and he was so respectful like you could tell he knew his place in this interview like he would answer a question beautifully um when he was asked one but the rest of the time you can just see him just like admiring these people at this table and just listening intently like the way he was looking someone commented like I want um I want someone to look at me the way Shia LaBeouf looks at Robert De Niro because <laughs> he's just like smiling like la- like laughing and and listening so intently to these people and like he said something really eloquent he was like I forget what question he was asked but he said like my father was the biggest villain in my life and he was like through therapy I I learned that if you can have empathy for the biggest villain in your life you can like cut away the shadows and like become a freer person and I was like Shia I think everyone can take something from that like not to it sound was, like, beautifully corny, said but yeah um I did see the movie um and I'm not gonna spoil it too much but I will say Shia plays his dad yeah that was the cool part in the film and it's an incredible performance incredible I like, was shocked it didn't get nominated he is, and I didn't even see it I just saw a couple clips he's he's uh, he's coming back I predict he's coming back in a big way I like really want good things for him also shout out to Alma Harrell, who directed the film, mm. female female yeah. director. Yeah, he, he even talked about, like, at the time when he wrote this thing, like, no one was really talking to him in the industry. He thought he was done with acting. He was going to go join the Peace Corps, whatever. And he wrote this thing, sent it off to, like, one of the only people that was talking to him in the, at the time, this director. And um, she was like, yes, I will direct this, only if you play your dad in it. And then it got yeah. off and running. And, like, I mean... Just, like, the, it's so cool. The kid who plays young Shia in the movie, Noah Jupe. Mm-hmm. I've st- heard he's amazing. A star. A yeah. star. When you see it, you will know. Do you know he's British no. in real life? No, I would not have been able to tell either. Yeah. But, but yeah, I wanted to mention that because we did talk about the Oscars last week. And I haven't fully seen Honey Boy. I hope to soon. Um, but from what I have seen and, like, the backstory of it and everything, I think it deserved more love from the awards speaking of deserving more love you said adam sandler and i have to talk about uncut gems because the thing about uncut gems is when i saw it i saw it this is going to sound so depressing but it is what it is i saw it on christmas day alone Mm -hmm. um but ever since and it's been almost it's been over a month i can't stop thinking about it like the whole movie is like just one long like just you're like holding your breath and then when you when the movie ends you like huge exhale um Mm -hmm. but sandler's amazing it was 
I'm not usually a big fan of his comedy work. Um, I'm sort of in the minority there, I guess. Um, but this role was, he was perfect for this. Uh, and he should have gotten a Best Actor nomination, I think. Yeah, it was crazy because, like, I didn't know this, but only two people at that round table that I was talking about got nominated. Adam Driver and, I think, um, Robert De Niro? Did he? I th- um, Robert De Niro or did Tom Hanks get nominated? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and Adam Driver were the only ones. And the fact that De Niro, I haven't seen Irishman, as I mentioned in the previous pod, the fact that De Niro didn't get nominated is crazy to me, but... You yeah. know, as we said, the academies are just, oof. Yeah, at, at a certain point, I don't really care, like, about snubs or anything, just because I don't pay that much attention to movies in general and, like, the the award season. I know you're, like, more into it than I am. But, like, if something's really good or an actor's really good in something, it's, like, I'm just, like, oh, yeah, they, like, the ones I've seen, I'm, like, they, they should get a nomination. The awards, I think, that I care about the most are not those. They're the, like, the Guild Awards, like, the Screen Actors Guild, the Directors Guild, yeah. the Writers Guild. Because that's... They your, vote for each other. That's your peers voting for you. Yeah. So, for me, that, I think that means more than, you know, a random body of people voting. Yeah, and oh, the, for sure. And those are, like, sort of under the radar, too, so it's not like everybody's, like, going crazy over them. Like, I I think that's the really, and the Independent Spirit Awards are really good, because they, you know, spread the wealth a lot. Yeah. Speaking of the S SGAs, is that right? SAGs. S-A-G. <laughs> oh, no. No. Yeah, the SAGs. <laughs> the SAG Awards. S-G-A, what, Brent? Um, yeah, the SAGs. I saw, I sent you this, the clip. Or the little, like, it's a clip, but I didn't send you the clip, of um, Joaquin Phoenix winning the award for um, Best Actor, I think. I think um, so, yeah. He, like, he was so gracious in his in his acceptance speech, and I talked about in the last pod, like, Heath Ledger, hey, like, <laughs> thing. Exactly that, like that, too. Yeah, the whole thing with that, but he, he was so gracious in his speech, he just talked about all the other actors that were nominated, and how great they all were in their respective films. And at the end, he just said, like, and I want to, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but, like, I dedicate this to my favorite actor, Heath Ledger. And I was like, now it's all okay with me. He can win whatever, you know, like, because right. he paid the respect, he acknowledged it. I well, feel like, I think, for me, that was enough. I think they were peers. Like, they're... They were pro- friends. Yeah. yeah. So, I, th- I think... Joaquin really meant it. I think it was sincere. So he hasn't really talked a lot about Heath because you know people ask the questions about like right. Joker to Joker versus this, you know everything like that. And he hasn't really discussed it much. And that was like a good way of like addressing it. Yeah. And like paying homage and stuff. I thought that was cool. I agree. But I wanted to mention it because I did talk about that last time. Yeah. Oh, I have a follow up. Um, about. Uh, so last time I I posed the question. Um the question um (laughs) if my mom did an absentee ballot um when she was knew she was going to give birth you texted me immediately when you found out yes um and yes she did she did do an absentee ballot we love that and uh voted for clinton she was prepared so yeah we love that we love a we love a pregnant woman that's about to give birth that still makes a point to vote get her ballot in civic duty people people I just want to say, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably already voting, but if you're listening to our back catalog at some point yeah. in your life, vote. Yeah, voting so important. Or else you cannot complain. Don't complain to me if you don't vote. 
Don't yeah. don't you have to do your part. Don't tweet about it if you don't vote. Unless you're you are not of the legal age to vote, then you can tweet about it. Yeah. You yeah, you you can't complain if you're not gonna participate. Exactly. That's just the tea on that. Exactly. And welcome and thank you for coming to our TED talk about um politics and voting. And civic duty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that is what time are we at? Uh, we, 46 minutes. Wow, same as last time. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Anything else pop, pop, whoop, pop, pop culture related? I don't know. I think that, that happened this week. I think this was a quiet week in, um, in the culture. People were freaking out over Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Did oh, you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you yeah. feel about this? I don't know. Part of me thinks it's weird that people are so fixated on a relationship that ended like 20 years it's ago. It's so weird. I saw a tweet that I loved. That Let me find it. Because I think it's silly. I really do. Yeah. I, uh, it's bizarre to me. Um, I saw a tweet. I can't, I can't find it right now. But um, someone said like, my, my dream is that um, Anna, Jennifer Aniston went home and didn't think about Brad Pitt not one time <laughs> after that, like, interaction. Like, that's what I hope happened. Oh, yeah. And I liked that. I mean, I'm sort of the same. I think, like, let bygones be bygones. If you thought they were cute in the 90s, good for you. They're obviously still on good terms. They're friends. Like, everything's good. Like, do they have to, like, be married again? No. Let Brad's having a moment. Jennifer's have, Jennifer is just, I love her. She's always She's slaying. having a, a constant moment in her life, yeah. so just let them live, people. I, did, I just didn't get the hype to the level that I was receiving it. Yeah, it, it, it was strange to me, but I don't know. I, I, I'm, I guess people are still into it, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Well, that's, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, I think so. Um... Uh well we um, will see you next time and follow us on um follow us on Instagram. I made an Instagram for us called Just Cause Cast and um there's not much up on there now because we haven't um even released our first episode yet, but be sure to follow us there. Um if you have any funny, weird family stories, email us at just cause C U Z Cast at gmail.com yeah any funny family stories related to things we've talked about so far fashion or birth stories or even just like if you have questions for us or anything or even if they're not related to something we've talked about yet because we'll cover different topics oh yeah true that's what i meant to say anything you can email us there follow us on instagram and i think that's it and twitter to be made shortly yeah we haven't made it yet and our personal Instagrams are tagged on the Just Cause Cast Instagram, cause that's the UZ. So if you want to follow us, mine is private still, but I'll I'm gonna open it up soon, I think. But yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, bye bye, folks.